2: All right, welcome aboard to a holiday edition. It is Sports Over Night America on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Marty Terrell along the way. In uh, a few minutes, Charlie Gibbons will join the fray as uh, we'll talk the world of uh, football. And that means NFL College will be part of, uh, yeah, football, the fifth quarter takeover. It's coming this fall here to Sports Byline Broadcast on Saturdays into Sundays. We look forward to it. We are presented this holiday edition by Destination Grill. They're located in Grimes, Iowa. They'll be closed on the 4th, but they're open for business the rest of the summer. And they invite you down there, an outstanding place to uh, enjoy livations and outstanding cuisine. It's voted Iowa's best new restaurant. Check it out, Destination Grill with an E.com, DestinationGrill.com. All right, Uh, I don't know what's left over from a long weekend and it seems like a five-day holiday people, highways, byways, waterways all over the country and around the world. Um, you know, the baseball stuff, pretty good. Obviously, the free agency with boatloads of money every time you turn around, someone signing a max deal for five years, $260 million. I mean, you know, look, it uh, there's, there's not even a contract anymore that kept, gets my attention. It, nothing. It doesn't get my attention anymore. Uh, those days are over. It's the worst sports talk radio in the world to hear a guy come on saying, "Can you believe him gave that money?" You know, listen, they—they—it's monopoly money. I don't—I don't get uh, nothing stuns me anymore. Zero. I've always said since O.J. Simpson, since um, you know the the free agency began. O.J. Simpson when he—you uh, know—I had the situation uh, situation when he basically carved up his wife. Nothing surprises me anymore. You can't move things uh, high enough off the meter to get attention anymore these contracts it's monopoly money it just it's the way it is it's just the way it is they throw money at players you can't even believe it so you know what the thing that caught my attention over the weekend i'm happy for him is ricky fowler who a couple weeks ago really i thought was going to get it done i thought he was going to finally get the major at la the u.s open at los angeles country club he squandered it late Uh, but for him to come back here in Detroit, now this is not exactly a, you know, this isn't a top tier golf tournament, the rocket mortgage, uh, thing in Detroit, but you know what? It's a tournament. He's back in the top 25 of golfers. I think he's going to find a way to get on the U S Ryder cup team. They're going to play in Rome, Italy this year against their European counterparts. I was happy for Ricky Fowler and also the street race, the NASCAR street race in Chicago got my attention, turned into a boat race with all the water. All right, Charlie Gibbons, he is locked and loaded. We're coming back, Sports Byline.
3: I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20.
2: So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia.
3: If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20 pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection.
1: That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details.
4: School on! Save on!
3: Sounds like it's back to school time. And Staples has great prices on everything you need for school. Save on markers and crayons. Save on notebooks and folders. And right now at Staples, save big on tech. With up to $250 off select computers. Staples, where savings for school are always in session. N729, in-store only. See associate for details.
2: Holiday edition here. Sports of America. Marty Terrell joined by Charlie uh, Gibbons. Uh, yeah, we talk football, the fifth quarter takeover will be on weekend Saturdays coming this fall here on sports byline broadcast, uh, holiday edition as, uh, we get really headlong into summer right now, Charlie and away we go happy fourth and independence day. And here we go. And you know, Charlie, again, before we get into football and some of the other things we're going to toss around, uh, it's always good to, because we're heard worldwide on the American forces radio network is to, uh, the appropriate uh, shout out to our service men and women, the officers and the gentlemen and all the gals around the country and on air bases at sea, who uh, get us on the American Forces Radio Network. I know it's near and dear to your heart, though.
5: Yeah, absolutely, Marty. I, it's. Uh, I think that's probably one of the things I'm most proud about is uh, that we're heard on the American Forces Radio Network. Uh, I don't know if it just goes to the to the fact I, I've had uh, family members who served in the military. Uh, my brother-in-law is an ex-Marine, so uh, it's a it's just always meant a lot to me. And I know how much it means to them uh, being overseas and all around the world. So I can't thank them enough for giving us the opportunity to to sit here and do this because, as we all know, freedom. Don't come free. Yeah, well, I'm going
2: to tell you something right now, The uh, and those are kind words. You're going to find out real quickly this fall that uh, our servicemen and women around the world and around the country, A, care about sports, they care about the show, and they care about who their teams are doing. And I want you to criticize and find out what, what they're what they like. <laughs> When you mess with their team, because you'll hear from them too. They're very so, so be careful what you wish for, but all kidding aside, it's great. Uh, this portion of the show brought to you by Destination Grill, Destination Grill in Grimes, Iowa, Destination Grill with an E.com. Charlie, we're going to get into it. Um, you know, listen, it, it was written um, and, and a nice job on ESPN.com, and I've been reading a lot of the blogs, and we're going to, we just got a whole bunch of stuff to get into, but I want to start with Nebraska. And give a shout-out to the people over there. Greg Young, uh, he's got nine dealerships in Nebraska and Iowa, and we're talking to those folks. So I want to give a shout-out to Greg Young and uh, Megan Bird and the staff over there. And I will say right at the get-go, Charlie, this is going to be the third opportunity for Matt Rule to do something that if you do it once like he did at Temple, like you said, he'll get people's respect. Then he turns around, leaves Temple, goes to Baylor after the Art Bryles scandal with the with the sexual assaults. Bryles gets fired. He comes in there, inherits a mess. 2016, he just has a remarkable year. Then he ends up going to Carolina like so many coaches in the college ranks do. They get successful. They get a, a big payday. They take it. He ends up 11-up and 27-down in Carolina. Himself, his family, subjected to just vicious ridicule. And he opts out and finds himself in Nebraska. I I think this is going to be his toughest job, Charlie. This is going to be his toughest job. And I'm going to get into the reasons here. But you've said it from day one. You feel like Nebraska's got the right guy. They went through Callahan. They went through Riley. Bo Polina 2008 to 2013, did a good job. A lot of people felt like he shouldn't have been fired. And then the Scott Frost disaster, and now Matt Rule. But this is going to be his toughest job. What do you
5: think? I disagree. I think it, out of all of his reclamation projects, it's probably going to be the easiest. Uh, just from the sheer standpoint of uh, Nebraska, Nebraska's history, their their fan base, their their boosters, that everything. I mean, those people are crazy. They'll go to any lengths to win. They'll write any check. I mean, they're still paying. To, to sell out their stadium now for how many years? Uh, so no, I, I, I think he's got, they're going to have good in-state talent that he seems to trying to be, or, or seems to be tr- keeping in-state now or doing a better job. And, He's he's got a proven he's got a proven blueprint that works. He's taken it, it 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 worked at Temple, it worked at Baylor. Hey, it didn't work in the pros, but it doesn't work in the pros for a lot of these college coaches. It didn't work for Saban, didn't work for Spurrier. I mean, it, you can go on down the line. So, I think that he's going to be just fine. It, it's going to take some time, but I think they're going to be markedly better than they were last year and they're going to be disciplined and not shoot themselves in the foot, so to speak, like they have uh, during the frost era. So I think they got the right guy. The question is, is what does Matt rule do two, three, five years down the road when he's got it turned around and back on track? Does he stay or does he move on to the next rebuilding team? Yeah, oh, he'll, he'll certainly be in demand if, if that's the case. But I'm I want to back you up here a
2: little bit. You mentioned the tradition. The tradition is gone, Charlie. This this program has not gone to a bowl game in 6 years. And, and then the bowl games that they played at before that, they, you know, look, Nebraska's normally c- contending for national championships. So well, this try idea that. well, hold on. The, the the idea that this tradition matters, it just doesn't. I mean, the last three or four coaches that came in here and played the tradition card had four sale signs on their lawn when they got fired. So I'm here to tell you, he, this is his toughest job, and it's not, not going to come lightly. And I, listen, the kids have changed. He's not talking to kids from Temple. He's not talking to kids from Bailey. He's talking to kids from Nebraska who have been recruited by Oklahoma, Iowa, Notre Dame, they just got a kid from, uh, I think they just got a kid that uh, I read uh, chose Nebraska over Miami. It's a different landscape. And Matt Rule's doing all the right things. I read the article. He went to Ainsworth, Iowa. I happen to know a guy from Ainsworth, Iowa, Greg Happen a buddy of mine who happens to be his family owned a restaurant. It's 2000 people in town. He's over there. He's at the Elks club. He's in a baby shower and he's doing all the right things. He's kissing babies. He's shaking hands. He made peace with the, the you know, with Tom Osborne. He brought uh, Solich back in an unofficial role an advisor to the program. He's playing all the cards, right? Charlie, it's different. It's a different landscape here. And he can't, he, he, he doesn't have the time element that he's had elsewhere. That you're right about one thing, or about a lot of things, but I'll tell you, they write checks over there, they travel, they are starved to get it back. I think it's going to be a very tough job, and I don't think it's going to happen in year one, and we'll see what happens in year two in 2024, but I think he is in the deep end of the pool, and he's in for a rude awakening. And don't look now, Charlie, the Big Ten is getting bigger and badder. It's not getting any easier. Okay, Purdue's down. Purdue and Northwestern will bring up the real. Nebraska's going to be right there. Charlie, I think they're going to struggle to win five games this year. I really do.
5: I think they're uh, going to really struggle. I mean, talk me off the ledge. Look at the uh, stats. I just don't see it. Uh, you, you got Minnesota. You got Colorado. Northern Illinois. Law Tech. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're probably going to lose to Michigan. Uh, probably lose to Illinois. But Northwestern's down. So Purdue, Michigan State, they're down. Everybody's high on Maryland, but Woxley's had talent out there for five years and hasn't been able to do a thing with them. So he's going to have to prove something to me. And Fickle's totally revamping what they're doing at Wisconsin. So I can see him getting – I can see him, uh, what, Colorado, one, two, three – they're not, here's, here's the thing. Yeah, they they get six. They get they get six, seven right, win six. This year. Okay, so they get yeah, but they don't go to a
2: bowl. They gotta win seven to get to a bowl. Uh well they No, uh, six how many they get? Yeah, six. six. One, they only six, gotta three, win six. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, six and six. They're not winning six, five and seven. You know, they're going to lose one of those stupid games, too. They're not beating Minnesota. Thursday night, August 31st, mark your calendar. I can't wait. I can't wait for that game at Minnesota. Boom, done. And then they got to go to Colorado. And I don't think Colorado is going to be all that we think they're going to be with Dion, but we'll see. But after that, they're going to lose one of those stupid games. They won't lose to LaTeX, but then they got Michigan. They got to go to Illinois. And then they go into a soft spot, and then it gets real difficult. We'll come back on the other side. we got a lot to get to. Boy, Southern Cal and Penn State are just mopping up in the recruiting world. It's got a document from the Athletic Rates, a nice piece of art, LeVar Woods. And Charlie, you talked about LeVar. We were over there for the uh, spring practice, too. LeVar Woods done a great job, those tight ends at Iowa. We're coming back here on Sports Byline. We are presented on this holiday edition by Destination Grill with an e.com in Grimes, Iowa and by Vanguard Utility Partners and Iowa One Call with Randy Burns sitting on the board there. We're coming back here on Sports Over America, Sports Byline.
1: That's 800-278-1738. All
2: right, talking to World of Sports here on the Holiday Edition here at Sports Overnight America. Marty Terrell along the way, Charlie Gibbons, part of football. Yeah, the fifth quarter takeover coming this fall here to Sports Byline and Sports Overnight America. We really look forward to it. Football season's right around the corner. Yeah, you see where, um, Charlie, they're still trying to figure out what NFL camp. Hard Knox is going to go into, well, you know, I'm telling you right now, don't 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 think for one moment. It's going to be the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers. So Hard Knox will be in in New York, uh, Floral Park, New York, to uh, take a look at Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets. And uh, do you do you enjoy it? I love that show. I love Hard Knox. I really do. But they're gonna I, have the they're gonna have the prima donna, the D, uh, the diva Aaron Rodgers. But that's where they're going. It has not officially been announced, and I'm speculating. But I'm here to tell you, it's going to be the Jets. So. I, I
5: have. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I I haven't watched it, but but I did hear they actually wanted to wanted to go back to Detroit. They wanted to do the Lions back to back, and the Lions told them no nfl
2: campbell wanted no part of that i know he didn't like it yeah the jets aren't i i think rogers and those guys are uh upset about it but uh they're gonna end up with it uh well you know what they got it too because they and the browns are gonna meet in the uh, hall of fame game and that's a month from now charlie i mean literally a a month that is just like you sit there and shake your head uh, you get through this uh, Independence Day holiday, and once you do, I'm telling you, it's going to be August 1st before you know it. You know, <laughs> then you start seeing the Little League World Series, and then you just know here it comes, uh, no question about it. Charlie, we know that the uh, the Pac-12 missed the deadline. Their TV deal hasn't been announced. San Diego State saying they're going to stay put for now. We're going to see some more musical chairs. You and I have talked about it. I think most of the pundits. Uh, their head hurts over the moves. I want to get to USC and UCLA. I want to talk some recruiting. Uh, LeVar Woods, I thought Doctorman did a great piece in the athletic. But what do you see coming out of the Pac-12? You know, we know Colorado's leaving. San Diego State says they're staying put. They would have had a $35 million penalty. So I think that was a uh, cause for them to take a pause and tap the brakes here. But I don't know. We're, and, and like you said, we're still looking to the northwest and Oregon and Washington to see what they're going to do. And I think they're that right now. I think they've got their eyes towards the big 10. You still seeing it that way?
5: Yeah, I would agree. I, I would agree. Oregon, Washington, big 10, Colorado. And I heard Arizona going to the big 12 and uh, yeah, San Diego state says they're staying put. So I look for them to be moving to the pac 12. Yep, they're just uh... <laughs> the minute they say they're, they're, they're yeah. back in the hands. It's the truth. <laughs> yeah, they're just figuring it's, out how to write truth. that deal to make it work. So, Charlie, yeah. when you think
2: of, when you think about, the, I mean, the Pac-12 when they lose, I mean UCLA and uh, UC, USC are going. UCLA, there, there was you know going to be some you know some legal maneuvers and that thing. There's no way they're going to block it. They're definitely going. You lose the Los Angeles market. I'm fascinated to see how the Pac-12 continues to function without those two schools. That is losing your two front teeth, Charlie. It might be losing your whole top row of teeth. When you lose Southern Cal and UCLA. So my question for you is, how does the Pac-12 not only survive, how do they compete without those two schools? And can they? Or do they just I, get do they get swallowed up by the Big 12? And there is no such thing as the Pac-12 because I think that's on the table. I really do.
5: Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think they do survive. If they did, they would either have to jo- join forces with the uh, the Big Twelve, uh, or they would have to uh, try getting getting somebody from the acc i mean they're, they're gonna have to do something but the pac-12 as it stands now c- cannot survive
2: right and the thing USC is that and, and-, and mountain west schools aren't gonna work you can't i mean you can start getting into boise and you start getting into utah state and, and this other stuff uh, university of nevada las vegas i you know, Arizona, Arizona State, Stanford, are one thing, Cal, they've been down for a long – I don't see it. I really don't. And now you go got Oregon, and you know Oregon and uh, Washington are watching this very closely, and they're reading the tea leaves, and what they're seeing right now isn't good, Charlie. There is no way that those schools are comfortable with what's going on. So – Uh, We will continue to keep an eye on that. The development, though, is San Diego State saying they're staying put, which, like you said, back up the moving vans the minute they say that. All right, let's get to LeVar Levar Woods. I don't know if you read the piece, but, Charlie, you know, George Kittle said it. He said, look, I I had injuries. I was third or fourth on the depth chart at Iowa. The San Francisco 49er All-Pro said there is no man, and it wasn't a swipe at Ferentz, but he said I owe so much of my success to one LeVar Woods. Now, this is a guy now in his mid-30s, Charlie, and I think he's going to start showing up on people's radar screen for a head coaching job. Not right away, but I-, I am stunned. And George Kittle has never been one to mince words. He has high credibility, a lot of talent. You know, we talk about the Iowa coaching staff, Phil Parker, you know, Brian Ferentz has been in a you know all this controversy over the years, but, boy, LeVar Woods.
5: I don't know if you read it, Charlie, but he they've got a gem of a coach there. Yeah, it was a great piece by Dr. Men as usual. Uh, and yeah, it it was, it wasn't just him. I mean, Tory Taylor, he recruited Tory Taylor. It uh, talked to uh, Keith Duncan, Caleb mm-hmm. Shudak, uh all these players and just how much he meant to them as a man, almost like a father figure. It was, it was a, yeah, incredible piece. And I think the thing that I walked away from after reading that was, Out, He didn't have a father growing up. It was his mom that was out there playing catch with the football and hitting balls to him, you know, practicing baseball and and things like that. And so that's what he tries to be to these uh, kids or athletes as a coach. He tries to, you know, be like that father figure to them because that's all he ever wanted as a kid growing up was he wanted that father figure. So it was a great story. I agree with you. He's going to be showing up uh, if nothing else, uh, I think even so, as Charlie. an assistant coach. Yeah. And but I, I'll be honest with you, I like for I, hopefully we can keep him around till Ferris retires and and we get some kind of combination whether it's Parker's. The, the head coach, or Lavar is the head coach. But if we can keep that tandem together, man, bring in an offensive uh, coordinator, and I would be looking good. Charlie, my, my career path for him, though, is
2: I would crystal ball it. I don't see him being ready to take over the Iowa program. I think Ferentz is going to be there another three to four years anyways. I do. Ferentz is not that old. 30-year coaches are common. He's in his late 20s in terms of the, the year's highest tenured coach in the league. Uh, or in college football, and then you got um, the coach out at Utah who's second. But here's what I'll tell you: for me, Lavar Woods, they're going to have to lose him to gain him. I think he's going to end up at a Mid-American Conference school, maybe as a head coach, and then make his way back to Iowa in eight to ten years, you know, or you know, six to eight years, whatever. But Charlie, you know, you got to remember too: he is also. He has helped bridge a very, very difficult situation with African-Americans over there. This program has been really maligned. There was so much controversy. And LeVar Woods has never been mentioned in any of that stuff. He has just been steady Eddie. And I think given that culture over there and just all the swirling controversy, the Chris Doyle stuff, he has stayed above the fray, Charlie, and just kept his mind on, you know, his eye on the prize. And that's developing football players. And Kittle said as much. Uh, i just thought those were powerful powerful endorsements out of kittle and a few others like you said
5: yeah absolutely no he he's look he's a great guy he's a guy that that he made his living on the field in special teams you know yeah he he played linebacker he 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 had he he had some some uh some plays on the field you know on the defensive side but he made his right. living in the NFL off a of special team so he knows what it takes to just go out there and grind and and you may not have you not you may not be on that second string you know that first or second string depth chart but he keeps these kids motivated and he helps them get through these times and like Kittle said you know if it wasn't for him he he probably wouldn't be playing because he probably would have quit Acquittle was on I mean, Quittle. <laughs> Kittle was on the <laughs> on the verge of
2: Quittle. He was ready to quit. He was ready to yeah. turn the t- I mean, do we realize that? Did the 49ers realize that? You know? Uh, I, you know, again, Scotty D. Scotty Dockerman wrote a great piece. All right. Uh, Charlie, real quick, uh, the one thing I'm concerned about with Iowa and a few other schools is Man Penn State is landing kids. Southern Cal is landing kids. And I'm telling you, Charlie, there's going to be new sheriffs in town. When USC and UCLA roll in and have Big Ten shingles to hang out, recruiting's getting a whole lot more difficult. I know you don't see it that way. You think these West Coast schools are going to struggle? Well, guess what? Their their target area, their hunting area, just expanded to the Midwest.
5: Watch out. They got a story yeah. to tell. You concerned at all? Uh, okay. So from an Iowa perspective, uh, not really, uh, just because – as long as Ference is the head coach, he's notorious for going after kids that he only knows are going to say yes, or there's a high probability right, that right. they will say yes. So they're definitely on the uh, developmental end of things. I don't see USC and, and UCLA looking for developmental uh, talent. They, they're going after five-star talent. Right. Uh, so,
2: but they're gonna it's they're hard. gonna come in, they're gonna come into the Midwest. So we're short on time. We're up against the break. I'll, I'll just leave it on this, and we'll get to it later on in the week. Go deeper into it. I'm just concerned because they know now that they've got the brand, and Midwestern kids are gonna say, you know what? If I can go take a look out at Southern California, and those campuses. It's going to be interesting. We are out of time. Great job, Charlie. Happy Fourth! Happy Independence Day! As uh, you are part, big part of this uh, radio program. Thank you, pal. Good job. All right. Take care, Marty. You got it. Happy Fourth. All right. We're coming back yep, here on the Sports too. Byline broadcast. Don Itanacio is up next.
3: Now,
1: paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800 965 1295. 965 1295. 965 1295. That's 800 965 1295.
2: I don't even recognize myself anymore.
3: I'm really worried about him, his addiction. I haven't seen him like this ever.
2: holiday edition here july 4th independence day 2023 marty terrell don and she is the purposeful life coach she joins us on the holiday edition we're so glad they've renewed her deal she's back um she's going to be with us for the foreseeable future we're so excited about that as well are you don how are you
6: i'm good i'm just enjoying this uh homemade cappuccino and i'm I'm just like raring to go (laughs)
2: There you go. Not bad, huh? Yeah. Well, listen, um, before we get into today's topic, um, I always like to throw a little sports into the mix. Joey Chestnut's favorite to win his 8th straight mustard belt on Coney Island, these hot dog eating contests. They, they drive me cuckoo. Um, I love New York. I love Manhattan, Brooklyn, uh, up in Harlem, down on Broadway, uh, that song by Odyssey, You're a Native New Yorker. Um I've never been. I have never been to Coney Island. So tell America, tell everyone around the world on the American Forces Radio Network, what are they missing at Coney Island? And do you care about the hot dog eating contest? So let's start with Coney Island. Do a little tourism for us. Couple minutes. Go ahead.
6: Well, I actually went on my first date last October, and uh, Coney Island. I wanted a very public, safe place, so I picked Coney Island.
2: No and- kidding!
4: Wow.
6: It was lovely. I had never experienced it the way I did. I went on the Wonder Wheel, which is a tremendous-sized Ferris wheel. Went in the haunted, uh, haunted House ride. And one more thing, uh, one of their several old roller coasters. And this one had like a horse theme. It's beautiful. It is a unique place. They have uh, Polar Swim in January on New Year's Day. They have an old boardwalk with historic stores and uh, eateries. great views. and the characters you can experience, live music, really Just, just musicians. I like yeah. yeah I recommend it.
2: So by, so so from the Boardwalker from Coney Island, obviously at night you can see, I mean you, how, what's the view of Manhattan, the skyline?
6: Well, from Coney Island, you're really just, for the most part, looking out at uh, the ocean. And twilight time is absolutely gorgeous.
2: But you can see the skyline from Manhattan? I mean, to to Manhattan or no? The Manhattan skyline from Coney Mm -hmm. Island? No.
6: Well, to my recollection, I just saw uh, several of the buildings, the old apartment buildings surrounding it more than anything. You know, I don't see anything else like the skyline
5: gotcha,
2: gotcha. yeah but everyone that i that everyone that i've talked to about coney island says you have to do it at least once why are they saying that before we get into today's topic why
6: you feel like you go back in time it's it's um, piece of history it's like no other boardwalk i've been to and the the rides uh actually have separate parks where you would have to buy uh, individual tickets or bracelets. They're they're not owned by, the amusements are not owned by one particular park. There's different names for them.
2: Well, it gets illuminated on ESPN because they have a hot dog eating contest and Joey Chestnut's trying to defend for the eighth grade title there. So uh, interesting. But uh, yeah, I thought I'd throw that at you. All right, let's get to today's topic, the Purposeful Life Coach. You know... We, we all go through life, and uh, this is a situation where not be careful what you look for, but sometimes life will throw a curveball and a setback at you. Let's use a job, for instance. You don't get a promotion done. And you're saying that's not a time to get upset. That is a time, ultimately, to perhaps subscribe to a theory saying that one door closes, another one opens. So let's use a situation where someone doesn't get a promotion, doesn't get the exact role in the company that they're going to work for, And you see that as an opportunity. Tell me why.
6: Yes, you don't have to like it. You don't have to like any disappointment. But it's an opportunity to stop and think, why is this happening? What is it teaching me? You might need to sharpen a skill. You might need to put more effort in. You might might need to show up on time and stay later. Like You really have to look at yourself and see what part did I play in this.
2: Can you subscribe to the theory that things happen for a reason? And that may kind of gloss things over a little, but when you say things happen for a reason, the question is what was the reason? And sometimes it means a better opportunity presents itself.
6: Yes. Redirection, for example, you might um, look elsewhere or look look to another position that fulfills you more and that you maybe have the skill set for And it will bring you joy. Sometimes you need that no to go in another direction. Not a complete other direction, but you would never have looked further and waited for a better opportunity if you had accepted um, the one you were looking at in front of you.
2: You know, but sometimes I I think it's realistic that, look, if you get looked over or you get redirected to something else, I think it's only normal to feel disappointed. I think the idea of not feeling disappointed is unrealistic. But, and then the big but is, and you and I have talked about this endlessly. You can use it as a mo. You can use the disappointment to motivate you. I mean, if you need a day or two to kind of lick your wounds, that's one thing. But how do you get your mind turned around? How do you rewire the brain to take it as a springboard to better?
6: Well, I can give you an example. When I uh, early on when I was a teacher, I think I experienced burnout like five years in. And I said to myself, I don't know if this, I asked myself, is this the right career for me? And it led me to being more of a facilitator, a uh, trainer, specialist, staff developer. I realized I wanted to pursue that and that led to leadership roles and Seeing impact and influence in that way, not giving up the teaching, eventually like going back to it, but it it was a richer experience for myself.
2: It's interesting. Okay, now I'm going to get to a sticky one, and at the end of this, I'm going to give you a little bit of a sports analogy between a player and a coach, because what we're going to talk about right now is relationships, and that is, you know, relationships, you know, they have their good times and their bad times, and they have some times that are just – I don't want to say blasé, but fairly, uh, you know, normal. But sometimes when things happen, you know, you can say to yourself, am I just accepting things that I ordinarily wouldn't? And are you falling into a pattern of acceptance, even if it's an unhealthy situation? This is pretty heavy stuff. But in reality, again, we're talking about self-introspection evaluating how you're handling things, evaluating where your life's at. And this isn't necessarily marriage. This could be work-related. This could be a coach and a player. It could be a co-worker. I mean, relationships are relationships, but they do fall into one category, and that's how you deal with things when things not necessarily are great. How about that?
6: Yes. So if you're accepting something that is not bringing you joy, then you're not changing it either. So you're not changing it. And whatever you're not changing, you're choosing in a sense. You're accepting it. You're not doing anything to get out of it. So you have to look at yourself and think about inside. What do you want? What could you be doing better? Maybe you have to be more um, assertive. Like it, There could be a lot of um, character work someone has to do. And, and that can lead to making you a stronger person, a better equipped person for other opportunities and relationships. So you can learn from a difficult relationship I always have. So again, it's not fun being in that difficult relationship, but it teaches you how to cope. It teaches you how to communicate and deal with difficult situations, which can be in all arenas of your life.
2: Well, you know, and the other thing, too, is sometimes you just have to, you have to go to the old-fashioned, hey, can we talk about this? I think you got to confront it. And again, I'm not the life coach here, but, I mean, I've always learned that sometimes you got to have those difficult conversations. And I'm telling you what, it's never as bad as you think. And that's why we, we deal with fear, because we, we, we play a tape in our mind of, oh, this is going to be difficult, this is going to be horrible. It never is as bad as you think it's going to be. It's even worse, though, if you don't address it, though, Don. If it just sits out there and festers, then it, it just grows more tentacles and the problem gets bigger.
6: Oh, I wholeheartedly believe in that. If you don't address a problem, it will uh, get bigger. Small problems become bigger problems if you ignore them. So whether it's like a uh, communication issue, we know that can cause resentment if you're just letting it build up inside yourself. And it's not, there's no solution. You have to uh, challenge yourself to find solutions and address it.
2: So anyways, the player's name is not going to mean anything to you. The coach's name won't ma- mean anything <laughs> to you. But this is a great situation. So we have a player with the Philadelphia Eagles, Darius Slay is a really good player, all pro. So he's, he was in Detroit. And his head coach was Matt Patricia. He ends up in Philadelphia. And the Eagles, of course, you know, were uh, you know, qu- quite the team. Uh, have a great new head coach, blah, blah, blah. Darius Slay is a member of the Eagles. Uh, they win the Super Bowl. And all of a sudden, he finds out this spring or over the winter that they're going to bring in his former coach in Detroit, same guy, Matt Patricia, is now going to be brought to Philadelphia, not as the head coach, but as an assistant coach, a positional coach, overseeing the various, uh, I mean, the the same position that Darius Slay plays, and that's defensive back. So you want to talk about a guy he didn't get along with in Detroit, now his new, quote-unquote, immediate boss and supervisor is the same guy. Darius Slay, like, and his contract was up. What did he do? I think he chose his hard. He chose to stay and work it out, and I think Darius Slay and Matt Patricia are a great example of a potential disaster, disruptive to a Super Bowl team, and apparently you're going to work to patch it up. And the key thing there, Don, was the communication. Is that what you're talking about today? Is that a good example?
6: It's an excellent example. And that that's a good story, a true story, <laughs> that yep. sometimes... Uh, Time heals all wounds and you can reach an agreement just because you didn't get along in the past doesn't mean it's not going to be workable and you can work together no matter what you want to be able to work with your colleagues uh, even if you don't necessarily choose them to be like your friends.
2: Yeah, and the thing I like about that story is is the way they both handled it and I'm the way the head coach and the owner Jeff Laurie of the Eagles handled it, they didn't back down to the player. They didn't say, "Okay, well we made uh, we made a wrong hire Darius, we're sorry, we're not going to hire him." No, because that sets a precedent. The inmates don't run the asylum. I thought it. Uh, no, I'm serious. I thought they handled it extremely well. Excellent. Don, how do people get a hold of you? And it's uh, proud to announce you're a member of the Chamber of Commerce in Belmore, New York, Belmore, Long Island. That's a big deal because we're going to be shouting out to the people there. Congratulations on that.
6: Thank you. I'm really excited about that. And anyone who wants to reach me or learn about me can go to my website, purposefullifecoach.com.
2: Well, do that. PurposefulLifeCoach.com. Don Antanasio. Thank you very much, Don. Hey, listen. Happy holiday. Enjoy the fourth. Stay safe.
6: That's my birthday tomorrow.
2: Well, happy <laughs> happy birthday. We'll sing it. To, we'll when we come back, we'll sing it to you. How about that? Does that
6: work for you? Yes, it does. Thank you. All right,
2: take care. <laughs> Happy birthday. All right. We come back on the other side. It is the uh, holiday edition Sports Overnight America. Scores, interviews, and, and highlights we've got you covered during this July 4th weekend right here on Sports Byline Broadcast. Presented by Destination Grow with an by Mad Meatball, Southwest 12th, Gray Station off Martin Luther King in Des Moines, and by Randy Byrne and the folks at Iowa One Call and Vanguard Utility Partners coming back on Sports Byline.
1: 800-754-4531. All right, welcome back on the
2: holiday edition here, Sports Byline and Sports Overnight America presented by Vanguard Utility Partners. Randy Byrne. A lot of people checking in via text and instant message. Appreciate that. Great job, Dave Shea and Annie. uh, They're in Westport, Connecticut. They're listening to Sports Byline. They get us uh, on the iHeart app. So uh, good job out of Dave and Annie. (laughs) Um, who else here? Uh, the folks, over, Greg Hapner, over in Lincoln, Nebraska. He is from Amesworth, Nebraska, where Matt Rule, the head coach of uh, Nebraska, was recruiting Carter Nelson, their outstanding, highly rated uh, tight end. That's the thing that amazes me, these athletes – that come out of Kittle. and uh, I mean, I think Kittle was from Illinois or something, Ohio. But a lot of these guys that these schools in the Midwest get are from these towns of 1,500, 1,400 people, 2,000 people in Ainsworth, Iowa, one one or two restaurants in town, the post office and two stoplights. It's, uh, it's amazing. So keep an eye on Carter Nelson. Hey, uh, Annie Spurgeon and Lizzie Howard, they're vacationing at uh, Point Judith. Narragansett, uh, Rhode Island. Good job out of them. Of course, we had um, we had Dawn and uh, her friend Oren there in uh, Belmore, Long Island. Uh, Coney Island was important to them. I'm throwing these things out here. People are just going nuts. But, uh, look, it's July 4th. It's the ho- holiday. Uh, be careful. Seriously. Fireworks. I mean. Even in Iowa, we get crazy, crazy stuff that goes on uh, July 4th. You got to be really careful. Great job out of Dominic Jimenez, uh, uh, Jimenez rather, and thanks to uh, Charlie Gibbons and the whole crew. Outstanding job today. Back at it after the holiday. Uh, a lot of football talk, a lot of baseball talk. Red Sox and Rangers on July 4th. That'll get my attention. So we look forward to that. And uh, we're back at it later on in the week with scores, interviews, and, and highlights on the overnight here. On Sports Byline Broadcast. We are presented by Destination Grill. destinationgrill.com with Lee.com By Vanguard Utility Partners. One Call, Iowa. Mad Meatball. Southwest 12th. Gray Station off Martin Luther King Parkway in Des Moines. I'm Marty Terrell. Enjoy your fourth on Sports Byline Broadcast.